do you um, do you drink stuff like amaretto or disarano? Uh, I've tried it. Yeah. No, I don't. Don't drink it regularly. You, do you like them or? Yeah, they're all right. Because um, the missus um, was in Aldi the other day, and she took me some amaretto, and there was this new drink there called cream caramel, mm. and it's vanilla marshmallows and um, caramel. And um, it's obviously got some sort of disarano or something added into amaretto, whatever, mate. It's beautiful. It smells. Oh, it's lovely. It sounds nice. You just it is like a bunch of things I love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I opened it and I poured myself a glass. Put it because I drink it neat. I put maybe put a nice cube or two in. And my sister Heather, it smells like bloody that candle I like. And she says, "Yeah, that's candle you like." He's a um, burnt marshmallow. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here drinking it. It's lovely. I'm going to go get myself a couple more bottles on the weekend. <laughs> it's in Aldi. I just thought I'd tell you because it's new. Yeah. What's it no cream one, caramel? Yeah, no one really likes some of my friends. A lot still look down the nose at Aldi. But did you see the other week? They um, won a competition for the best gin in the world. Did they? Yeah. Their, they own, beat home, the... their own like own brand gin? Yeah, their own brand gin won the best gin in the world competition and it cost, I think, nine ninety nine a bottle. <laughs> and it, it beat these super brand bottles that was like 40 to £50 pounds a bottle. Impressive. Mm. It's not saying every drink they make is good, but I don't have no trouble with the booze from there. That's fine by my book. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with host Anne, and I'm here with Dave. Hello. And it's been another slow news week. <laughs> so we're just it's gonna... summer. Yeah, it's summer. Everyone's out, but we don't go out. So <laughs> Somehow I've still not watched the. Um, Netflix Club film, but we're going to add to that um, anyway. In fact, let's start with that now. We're going to add um, Okja to the mm-hmm. Netflix, Netflix Club. And um, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore is the other film. Bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Both on Netflix. So next time, in two weeks' time when we record again, we will talk about Frailty, the horror film. Okja, yeah. Netflix exclusive film about, what is it? GM crops or something? M- MG Foods? Okja, yeah. Okja, yeah. And yeah, then, it's fun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't feel at home in this world anymore. I Which don't I know much about that. I think that's a dark comedy. Yeah, I like those kind of, uh, that genre. I remember watching the trailer and thinking, oh, it's a comedy. And then it got quite serious. I was like, oh, yeah. it's a dark comedy. <laughs> Semi-serious, I kind of like that. Yeah, I like those. So yeah, that's the other one. So all three of those next week, I promise that I will watch them. I can't vouch for Dave. <laughs> but I'm sure he will film Beast that he oh, well, is. I'm just going to get through this goddamn dirt campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you're playing now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, just... it's the hand, Like I say, the handling model is sublime. It really is. I'm playing on a... Um, I don't know if it's called casual or arcade. Mm-hmm. Or fun accessible whatever the term is they've put in there but um, I'm using I'm not using the sim handling I'm not a big I like like semi sim games like kind of Gran Turismo I know people might think that's scandalous to say that but I don't class that as sim sim full on sim and Drive Club it's kind of arcade but it does have the kind of if you use the rear wheel vehicles it does have the kind of sim feeling that they'll, they'll just kick out if you don't get the acceleration right but um Dirt 4's arcade model, handling model is sublime. It's absolutely brilliant. And all the vehicles, apart from the cross-carts, cross are brilliant to drive. But the campaign's just... Basically, there's, like, traditional rally, and then there's the next one, which is called Land Rush, which is, you know, like your Jeeps and your kind of bouncy buggies. Remember them from the old games? And yeah. you just race around a course, and you do, like, a three-lap race, and then you get to the final, and you do, like, a five-lap race. And then you have the next one, which is Rallycross, where you have, like, four cars race. You qualify for the final, it's six cars, and then after a while you unlocked History of Rally, which is all the historic vehicles in the same mode as the original one, just rallies. Yeah. But the problem is, as you get further into the campaign, there's some people who go, oh, it's just a minor niggle. And it is a minor niggle, but it's it's really annoying to me. It's like, <laughs> you get towards the end of the land rush and that, and you have to do a four-lap race around the same track, and... Then the next, the final is six laps, and it's so boring and monotonous. And it, you have to do this like five on five in five different countries, 
but you can't go and do anything else in the career once you start that. Oh, you're locked so you, into it until you've seen it through. Yeah, you're locked into it. You can come away, you know, look after an error and say, oh, I'll, I'll carry on with that tomorrow. But you're locked into that event. And then the Rallycross, like I did earlier, was five events. So five different courses and five different countries. Sounds okay, yeah. But yeah. then you have to do four qualifying events. Each qualifying event is four laps. So you race the same course four times in a row, 16 laps, four laps each race, then the semi-final, six laps, and then the final is another six laps. Can you imagine how annoying and boring that is just racing in the same course six times in a row? Yes, it might only take five <laughs> minutes to seven minutes for each race, but it's grating. No, really I know what bad. you mean. When I was three-starring yeah. all the Mario Kart circuits and you're down to like yeah. just two Grand Prix. Even doing four different courses can get a bit tiresome if you keep screwing up on the last one. Yeah, yeah. It just gets a and bit it, sort of... Oh. Yeah, and the other thing I don't like about the game is like the staff. I, I, I do like upgrading the facilities and I do like searching the classifieds for cars and then upgrading the cars, but having to find staff and give them a percentage of the bonus, I can't... That should have been an option at the start again. Full-on sim. Or, you know what I mean? What do you have to do? You have to employ engineers. Some of them are free, but the class is D, D grade or E grade. But mm. that means when it comes to repairing your car, they'll take longer mm. than like an A grade. But, again, like I say, just... I suppose some people love that kind of thing, but to me it's just like, no, it's... It doesn't do. It doesn't add anything to the game. Yeah, I like. And I this like is the arcade this. mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all it is is arcade handling. The career mode is the same, but it's arcade handling right. or or um, sim handling, and then you can earn different amounts of money by adjusting your options, like how hard you make the game through the options. You can get earn like a hundred percent down to like seventy odd percent mm. of the money. It's it is a really good game. The racing in it is brilliant, but it's kind of for me now. It's like I want to get it done and get it over. There is other modes. There's a Joyride mode with lots of different arcade games in there, like smash all the foam pieces, finish the laps in certain times, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they're good fun, but they're just they're just a distraction, really. Just to play devil's advocate a bit. Why yeah. don't you just stop playing it if you stop being fun? No, because the actual rally mode, like I say, I've finished all those crappy cross cuts and that now I'm back into the rally mode, which is good fun. Mm. So I just want to finish that now, and then when I have finished that, I will chop it in. Because I do enjoy them, but I, um, and the other thing I should mention, it has got a really good online mode where you kind of you can race. Remember FIFA? You can go up the divisions. Yeah, they've kind of done that, and you race so many races, and you have to get so many points, but it's awkward. Because if there's not enough people in the race, then you'll get less points. Mm. Um, and you can climb up divisions and get relegated. And then they have these drive club events every day. Two different daily events, two different weekly events, and one monthly event. Constantly running, which are really good. But, like I say, um, just, I, I kind of feel like I've probably had about 20 hours out of it so far, and I feel like I've I've got my money's worth and I'm ready to finish the career because I do want to finish the game and then chop it in. Mm. The only bad thing is once you finish those four modes, it unlocks another mode called Triple Crown and you have, <laughs> to, and you have to do the Rally, the Land Rush and the Cross, Rally Cross again. Same courses? Like same Probably course same courses and it's probably like mega long rallies again for them which is really going to get on my bits. Do you remember the... Um... On the game, Gran Turismo, and there's like, there's races that take almost like a day to complete. Yeah. Are they still going to be in the new one? Mate, the new Gran Turismo, I'm totally lost with it. Because if you look at it, there's some videos released this week about the campaign, and the campaign consists of driving school. You know what that is, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like drive forwards, break, then they'll put some cones out. Yeah. Um, a driving school, um, another kind of trial, time trial. Um, races, but not races, like they kind of teach you each course, like how to, it'll have four, say if you went on 
a certain course, and this course had four corners. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part one would teach you how to take the first corner. Part two, the third corner. Part three, part four, and then part five would be a whole lap around the course in a certain time limit. And then when I was looking at it on the YouTube videos, it doesn't look like it's got an actual career mode. It's it's called campaign or career mode, but it doesn't look like it's got a campaign mode. For example, where it says front wheel drive cars. Um, championship or rear-wheel drive cars championship, I think, apart from those kind of time trials and challenges and driving tests, I think it's all online racing. Maybe there is some AI racing, but I think that's like arcade racing on there where you just make up your own race. And I think, I actually think it might detract from Mm -hmm. the final scores of the game, unless I'm wrong. You must be able to race against Bart's. Must be. Yeah, you can race against bots, but what I'm saying is there's no actual... It doesn't look like there's a fully-fledged career. Remember in the old Grand Turismo where mm. you'd enter a championship with just real-world drive cars or just Mazdas or just Mercedes? Yeah, yeah. I can't see anything like that on there on the videos I've seen. Mm. I'm hoping I'm wrong. Oh, well. A bit of a tangent <laughs> onto yeah. Grand Turismo. Um, I finished um, Klaus, which I spoke about last time. I just started last time. I, I raced mm-hmm. through that. Um very good. Stayed imaginative that from start to finish. Just the, the side arm to the uh, very f- uh, flat game, um, but it did use the the, uh, the pad in an interesting way. Or used the touch touchpad, mm-hmm. so you could nip in and control. It totally broke the fourth wall as well. The character in the game would talk directly to you, and um, yeah. some levels later on, he refused to do what you told him to. He'd say, right, and the camera would zoom in at him and he'd like shake fiercely and go, right, that's it, I'm not doing what you say. And when you press right, he'd go left and vice versa. And you have to do these, like, not the hardest levels, but when, you're, when your controls are all back to front, they're pretty damn tough. Yeah. So that, that, was, um, that was interesting. That was around the middle of the game. That was about the peak of it being uh, interesting and difficult. Because you acquire a second character along the way as well, and you have to use yeah. both to get through a level, swapping between the two and combining them. Mm-hmm. But then after that bit, all right, in the last few levels, it went back a bit in, in its complexity, and it lost it a bit in the lo- very last level, the yeah. last section of levels. But overall, a very good game. I recommend it. Mm. I'll we'll have to play the demo again just to refresh my memory on it and then maybe pick it up before next Wednesday when the sale ends. Yeah, the demo, because um, I remember the demo, it jumps about quite a lot, the demo. It gives you a good section of um, a, diff- a sample of lots of different parts of the game. Yeah. When you play the actual game, it's a lot more of a steady progression. It doesn't leap about so much. Mm. Which I kind of missed. The demo was very good at mixing it up. This was more gradual. How long would you say it was? Five or six hours. That's decent then. Yeah. It is for the, but was it a fiver, six quid? Yeah, it is at the moment though. Yeah. And it's, I've never seen that in sale before. It's always no. 15 quid, so if you are interested, jump on that. Yeah. Um, what else? We've both been playing The Witness. Yeah. I've not played a lot of it. I managed to get one beacon lit. I've done three. Another witness, if anyone doesn't know. It's not PlayStation exclusive, is it? No, no, no. It was a launch exclusive nonsense. So this is on, I'm guessing, PC and Xbox One. Yeah. Puzzle game. You just battle your three... (laughs) It's third person. Yeah. Um... And but, but did you say third? Yeah. First. No, it's first. First person. Yeah. Um, you're on an island, and everywhere you, everywhere you go, there's like, just puzzles, little screens, aren't they? Yeah. And they've got big power cables coming out of them. You solve the puzzle on the screen, which get progressively trickier. And every time you solve one, this power cable shoots off and lights up the next puzzle. But you can break out and go in different directions, because there's little, like, chunks of puzzles, aren't there? Yeah. So I've done the the earliest, what well, I think is the earliest one, mm-hmm. and I've moved on to, I think it's called the Cherry Tree Puzzle. 
Oh, yeah, with the, the pink the blossoms. Tree. Yeah, I'm in that yeah. section at the moment, but I've done the yeah. first one, which was, I don't know, it was like a dock, near a dock and a mount and a hill. But I've been for a um, while around the island. Yeah, where you go through the gates, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are things that are puzzles that don't look like puzzles. What do you mean? I mean... In that bit I've done, you go into like a little bit where they build boats, and, yeah. and you walk walk between a bunch of vases. Mm-hmm. I'm sure those vases are a puzzle. Yeah, it's the scenery in that um, will be answers to puzzles. I think that's what I was led to believe from okay. what I've played so far. Okay. It's um, it's a weird one for me because I like it. But I just feel so detached from it. If, does that make sense? Mm, a little bit. What? What? Uh, no. <laughs> like, like normally, when you play a puzzle game, you kind of have a sense of progression. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have any sense of progression with this. I just feel like I'm wandering around and just kind of like cluelessly. And not not cluelessly, aimlessly, just solving these puzzles. It doesn't feel like there's. And then get, I know that the people have said it's kind of like there's these little tape recordings you can find, can't you? And they speak, and yeah. there's a couple of videos about. And but I don't know. I kind of I think I would have liked if if it had just been something as simple as you've been dumped on this island, and it's a case of solving these puzzles will you know somehow help you find the parts or something silly to escape. Just mm. I don't know. Maybe there's some higher meaning here or something, but it just, it's just, I kind of, I loved it the first, I think I played it for about four or five days straight, and I did the first, well not first, I just did three beacons and a number of other puzzles, but I just kind of, I'm going to go back to it, but I don't feel any rush to, which is bad because the way the puzzles, you need to keep hitting it while they're kind of fresh in the memory. Yeah, because the puzzles build on each other, don't they? Yeah. It's like it'll teach you one little thing, and it'll add yeah. a new thing, and then add another mm-hmm. new thing, and another new yeah. thing. If you forget any of that, you're screwed. Yeah. And it does a good job of, like, obviously, all good puzzle games, they make you feel clever. Mm. Um, but maybe it's just the genius of Portal, but nothing seems to have come close to that for me yet. Oh, I love Portal. I it's, am going it's to. very different sort of puzzles, those. Yeah. When I physics. finish, when I do finish um, The Witness, I'm going to hit that game I bought with the, um, with the robots, what's it called? Um, oh, my God, I cannot think what it's called. A puzzle game? Yeah, I bought it in the sale ages ago. My cousin said to me, you should, don't bother buying The Witness if you bought that. I don't know what game and you I still mean. bought it. I cannot think what it's called off the top of my head. But there's a few. There's a game called like Pneumonia or something. Not Pneumonia. Pneumonia or something. Don't know that one. Yeah, oh, I really love that, that VR puzzle game. That static. I loved that. That was fantastic. Yeah. I can't think what it's called now. I've got it. Uh, I'll have a look on my um, PlayStation later and a message you. Oh, mm. God. What's it called? <sighs> Yeah, but I, I like The Witness, but I, I, I'm glad I didn't pay full or half price for it. Are you? I'm, I'm a bit early. I'm really enjoying it at the moment. Yeah. It is making me feel clever. Yeah. Which is a nice. I bit. think as well, like <laughs> I was, my mate said to me, if you find a hard puzzle, just leave it and go back and try and find the induction puzzles for each different you know, set. Yeah. But I said that's easier said than done because the way the game's open... You kind of wander off, and then you can you can be doing something that's completely got nothing to do with what set you was at. And well, I've, I'm pretty. I look at a puzzle, and I can tell straight away. I'm like, okay, I've not seen five of these elements before. Yeah, I'm not even going to tackle this. I'm going to backtrack because I. Yeah. When I first booted it up, I was playing it with. Um, I had my nephews around, and my daughter was there, and we were playing it. We were doing the old puzzle. Yeah. And then we got stuck. And, of course, a bunch of kids stuck on a puzzle get bored quite quickly. <laughs> so I just yeah. I just went, OK, let's go. Let's just go and have a look around. So I darted off and was, I found myself at the top of this massive mountain, this woman with her hand out, 
which couldn't really see her face, but I could see her hand poking out <laughs> part of the mountain. It's like, okay, puzzles up here are nowhere near what we can achieve. And I went down and I found this statue of a bloke playing a guitar. Yeah. And he had a little microphone next to him. <laughs> and I played I played um the tape next to him. And I turned around and I swear loads of new statues appeared that I hadn't just seen. Yeah. Did you did, did you notice that? Did you find him? If you do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's like it looks like Paul McCartney and a and a guitar <laughs> and a little um and like an amp. And I played the thing, there's a tape recorder on his amp, and I played that, and I turned around, and I swear that it was like um, that Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear there were loads of statues there, and I was like, whoa, these were not here a minute ago. And there were loads of them. But I want to know, if you, if you find him before you hit that tape recorder, just look around and just see if those statues appear, or whether I just somehow didn't see them. What, is this, this is, you're not about the witness, are you? Yeah, the witness. What? Where have you wandered to, to find oh, this? I, I wandered so far and wide. <laughs> Okie doke. So when I find this tape recorder, see if there's any statues around. Yeah. I thought you'd gone off on a tangent then and missed some it. No, no. So when I said no, and then you says... I think I was in some sort of like a castle type thing. Mm-hmm. And there's like a Paul McCartney type statue. Maybe you'll see these other statues and be like, oh, this must be what Ant's talking about. Or where's yeah. the Paul McCartney? But I swear there was only Paul McCartney. <laughs> I've done the castle with the puzzle with the hedge puzzles. I've done that completely. No, I haven't done the hedge puzzles. Oh, that's not the same castle then. The main the main puzzle in this place with McCartney in it. It's like um on you've got one of those little tablets or screens and the puzzle you can see is quite easy to do. It yeah. uses quite basic things from the early puzzles. But you have to you have to look at it, memorize it and then do it on foot on this big glass platform. Oh, yeah. So you have to do it there and then go back to the screen and, like, do a quick draw of the um, from left to right to activate mm-hmm. what you've just done on the floor, and then it does it. Mm. But, yeah, loads of statues just popped up, Doctor Who style, <laughs> I'm sure, or I just somehow didn't see them and just honed in on Paul McCartney. <laughs> I swear it's Paul McCartney. But yeah, that's the witness. I'm not that far in. I just wandered off and found a few random things because I was playing with the kids and uh, they were getting bored because we were stuck on a really easy puzzle. But uh, <laughs> we were nonetheless stuck. Uh, yeah, me. so that's the witness. <laughs> I also played Overcooked. I um, spoke about this oh, last week because you were playing it. Yeah, really good. You played it last week and I was I was itching to play it after we spoke about it. I, yeah. I did want it on the Wii, but I thought it's seventeen quid on the Wii. It's currently yeah. seven pounds on the PlayStation Plus on the PlayStation Store in the sale, so I just got it in the sale. And um, and me and the missus played it. Loved it, it's brilliant. It should be online, shouldn't it? How much fun would that be like if we could play together? I know, it would be really good online. I mean you can have Couch Cup and online. Yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying, like, the type of gamers we are, not all we are, but the kind of groups we're probably mingling, I don't have a lot of people who come around and would play that. I play it with the kids, which is great, but I'd love to play it with, like, more capable adults and yeah. have a really good blast on it. Yeah, who could, like, properly get a tactic going and yeah. nail it. And I see what you were talking about when you said it's a bit of a pain to um, have to get so many stars to unlock the later levels. Yeah. It, Have you it kind of hit that wall a little bit? A little bit, yeah. I mean, two starred almost everything. Bloody hell! What? Like, yeah, because we've we've done a lot of one stars. We have and just moved on. Well, it was me and Danny, so I don't know how yeah. how good your kids are, and I don't know if it scales the difficulty to uh, how many players are playing. I think you can change difficulty at the start, but we just played on like easy or normal. I can't remember what the lowest one was. Mm. But yeah, I've, I kind of I don't like that implementation in video games. I kind of feel like you you're putting up a wall, but there's just no need to. My argument then, and I kind of still still stick with it, is that if you're not good enough to two star, three star some of those levels, you're probably not going to be in a position or a skill level to take on those those later levels that are really difficult. 
Yeah, but they could just do it at, a, if you're playing it on easy, just give people a really low score to beat and then, you know, at the end of it, say, no try. You know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. tips and stuff. It just, like I said about Sega, Superstar Racing, whatever it was called, All-Star Racing, it was a brilliant little carter. But when kids get to a certain level and it just locks them up because they're not getting free stars, and that game was tough to get free stars <laughs> on. It's just, it's something that they're putting free-to-play games yeah. and mobile games to keep you coming back. So why would you do it in... I don't know, it's just my opinion. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Well, at the moment, we're on, I think we're on the last world, or mm-hmm. last set of levels. Um, we did have to go back to the early levels and up our two stars to three stars on some of those, which we did pretty yeah. easily because we had got better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've done that, gone back and you kind of do, once you've done the more hard, harder and intense levels, you come back and you kind of walk it. Yeah. Well, you can definitely walk it from one star to two. I'm not sure about two to three, but... Mm. Yeah, it's, it's really good fun. Very, very simple. I'm looking forward. We've got um, some friends that we have. They haven't got... not coming over anytime soon, to my knowledge. But um, they always want to see what I've got on the PlayStation. Yeah. And I'm going to put that one on. It's a shame, though, because... If, not a shame, but... You'd probably agree with me, but if that was kind of a Nintendo title... It would almost be like a kind of system seller like Wii Sports. Nintendo would kind of big it up big time on the 3DS or the, the Switch, whatever. I know it's on the Switch, but if it was their first-party studio game. And it kind of is a bit like what they did with... Um, bloody hell, what's that game called that we like with the paper people by the Little Big Planet guys? Oh. Oh. <laughs> God, why have I even asked that? I've been playing it. What's that game called? Unfolded. Unfolded. Tearaway. Tearaway. Tearaway, yeah. You kind of think to yourself, yeah, Tearaway Unfolded isn't the PS4 mm. version. You, you kind of think, this is a Nintendo talk. This is a Nintendo game, not made by Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of get that feeling when I play Overcooked. It's something Nintendo would make because of how friendly it is. Um, and easy to play. Yeah, deceptively yeah. simple accessible and like you say it's deceptively hard is that what you said sorry deceptively simple yeah and it is really simple yeah you move around you can pick up and you can and you can chop chop stuff that's it but it's a great it's a great game for socialising and social skills in general for children the the fact that they'll play and have to talk and communicate and actually manage and organise yeah do you know what I mean it's good life skills for kids in a way (laughs) that little game it's good team building for yeah. sure because you yeah you have to there's there's never quite enough hands to do all the jobs is there no that's how it feels especially the levels where you have to do your own washing up mm-hmm. yeah the washing up air uh, gets tricky and some of them where you, you know you're on separate sides of the kitchen and the earthquake kitchen and the 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 moving vans kitchen Oh. You know, when it separates and you're kind of like, oh my God, I need lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> One of those moving van kitchens was quite, it looked like it was going to be really hard, but it was actually quite easy. Mm. The one where, one of them's a pizza kitchen, one of them's a soup kitchen, and the third van just goes, switched between the two. We haven't got to pizzas yet. Haven't you? No. Oh, we raced to the pizzas. Did you do any of the Christmas ones, or no, were you just doing the campaign the first? Yeah, campaign first. Yeah, that's what I told the kids. What, campaign first? Yes. Yeah, I imagine the, the DLC ones are going to be quite crazy. Yeah. Because they're for the people that have done all the first bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very good. I can, I can imagine, now you've said that, being like a Nintendo-style title, I can just imagine it now, but in the Mushroom Kingdom with Mario and Luigi doing the, mm. in the kitchen. Yeah. Totally fits. It'd be amazing. Think, have you had a favourite stage on it, Arvacult? Um I've had a least favourite. The one really? with the rats come in and steal stuff. Have you ever played oh, that one? Oh that's annoying, yeah. Me and Danny got quite good at it in the end because we'd um basically didn't leave anything out. With well, the the last time we finished it and got a really good score, didn't even see a rat because nothing was mm. lying about. See Oh, do they only come, if, come out if something's lying about? Yeah, if you if you chop it quickly and stick it straight yeah. in the pot, they don't come. 
Ah, see, I did a survey I did for um, is it Team Seventeen or whoever publishes it, and I actually they actually asked you about that. So they must have had a few people moaning about it. I was just like, I don't like that. What the rats? Didn't like, yeah, yeah. They're too frequent if you're it depends yeah. if you're organised or if they they don't do a lot of explaining, do they? No. It's not a problem to understand it. You play the level once and then you it's one of those games where you do go back and play the same level twice in a row. Yeah. I'll find that anyway. Um but the rats finger was kind of annoying. It would have been a good idea for the rats to turn up if, say, you wasn't cleaning the plates. Mm. Or, you know, you was I don't know if there was some sort of element of dirtiness there as well. Mm-hmm. Apart from the plates, but for them to just come out and try and steal food in the broad daylight, I know it's a game, but it's kind of like mm. <laughs> mine would be the fish and chips one on the ice. Oh, that slippery one! Yeah, I really enjoyed that level. Oh, you enjoyed it? I thought you could say you hated it because it's slippy. Uh-uh. That was my favourite level. That was and um, the worst one. I'd probably say was I didn't like the earthquake one when it separates and you kind of. I don't That's know. Okay. Just. It's how, yeah, it's just cat find a cat. It kind of feels a bit cheaty. It depends. I guess it depends. Cheap. Playing with if you, if your kids have, are not quite doing what you want them to do. Mm, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a given, isn't it? Yeah. What's your youngest one like? Is she good on it? She's all right on it. But once you got the raccoon in the wheelchair, have you seen that? Yeah. Well, she just started racing around the bloody room, <laughs> saying, look at me, look at me, you know what I mean? And she's just not getting any ingredients out or washing yeah. dishes. <laughs> you know, look, everybody's laughing at her, but I'm, like, losing my rag. <laughs> Tomatoes. Spot, spot the gamer in the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Another game I've been playing with my little one, Pikmin 3. Mm-hmm. She is loving it. I bought the little Pikmin Amiibo, the new one, with all the Pikmin yeah. on it. Well, all the Pikmin from yeah. the newest game. It doesn't have the fat purple or the little white one for you Pikmin uh, connoisseurs out there. Um, oh. Of which there's probably not very many. Um, but yeah, she loves watching it. She's got the Wii U pack, it's on the Wii U. And she's, um, which has the map fully always displayed on it. And she's spotting the fruit yeah. for me to go and find. She's like, yeah, there, there's that one. Go this way, this way. This one. Running off to get the fruit and stuff. She loves it. I love Pikmin so much. I want them to re-release one and two. Well, one, two, and three, really, on the Switch. Because I don't want to... I mean, I do have one and two on GameCube, which I could play on my Wii, but it would mean getting the Wii back out. But you can buy... They re-released them on the Wii with uh, Wii controls, because that's the best way to control Pikmin, with the pointer and the nunchuck. For me, I can't... It's perfect. So I want them to re-release all of them on the Switch, on one mega disc. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Can't get enough Pikmin. I'm getting Splatoon. Uh, I'm going to pick Splatoon 2 up. Are you really? Yeah. I, just, I, I can't believe it slipped me by. I was supposed to get it straight away, but I was on holiday and it's just, just somehow slipped me by. So I'm going to collect it tomorrow. I've got um, a £30 voucher for game. I'm going to use that. Ooh. What? <laughs> Game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be able to talk about that next time. You have to let me know what the campaign's like on that. Apparently it's really good. And there's a, that, um, I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically like horde mode. Mm. People have been raving about that. You that only like... Cool. Yeah. No, that's basically like human versus AI, isn't it? Yeah. Horde, yeah. Yeah. Um... Have you thought any more about Switch? Oh, I just, I think I'm kind of past the point where I can even have, not afford, but can have time for two systems. I just haven't got time for it anymore. You know, I really love my TV and films as much as gaming, if not more at the moment. And yeah, I just, look at the backlog of my PS4. It's just not worth me owning two systems again. You were so close to buying one recently. Yeah, I was, I was. Very close. It's a, it's a, it looks like a really good little system, but I think so if, nice. if I ever do pick one up, it'll be a year or two away at least. Mm. You know, when the library's there and I can get a bundle for a good price. That's if they ever get reduced. It's hard to... It might be a long time before I think it sees a price drop. Mm. What is it? Is it 200 yeah. quid? 
300. What is it? It's 300, isn't it? I thought it was like 310 with a game. Is it? I can't remember now. Never look. Check Amazon and see what they're selling it for. Oh, it's two, 280. Uh, with Splatoon. Oh, that's a crazy price. That can't be right. Well, it's not even being bundled on Amazon. It's just 280 with the neon pads or the same price with the grey pads. The grey ones don't look that good, do they? No, it makes the system look a bit dull. That oh, that's sense. what I've got. I like it. Do you? Yeah. I like a lot it. of coloured ones, but then I think to myself, would they fade? I don't think they would fade. I just think, because I like to, I don't like to, um, when I take it out, I don't want it to like stand out too much. I'm not worried about drawing a crowd. I just want to blend into the background. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, got the grey. Although I do like the look of that Splatoon pad the pro pad oh yeah 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 I want that <laughs> um yeah so we've talked about the next club Netflix club uh Klaus done Witness done Overcooked Pikmin 3 like you were going to talk about the Playstation sale you've been uh flirting with the <laughs> sale what was I looking at there you hardly tapped it down so I can't remember I just put sale <laughs> you said you put loads in there and then backed out yeah I had but there was a couple of new games I nearly bought as well wasn't there oh was there you didn't mention them what were they Neon Droid which is a new game I really like the look of that it's like a rhythm action game yeah Um, the one game I'm tempted by in the sale is Kona have you heard of that Kona no yeah the kind of uh, detective mystery game in the it's like in a, I think it's in a snowstorm. Um, I've heard it's quite good. My mate said he enjoyed it. He says the ending is a bit poor. He says, but the actual, you know, the mystery, the intrigue, it was all very good. Well done. Yeah. So I'm tempted to pick that up. Kona, K-O-N-A. The other one which I'm obviously tempted by is Fahrenheit. Just every time I see that, I want to pick it up. Fahrenheit, the um, David Cage game. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> so I know it's got a great start and a really crap game. ending, but you know, yeah, yeah. Should I pick it up? I don't think I will. You'd never get yeah. around to that. I'm surprised Klaus. you started playing the witness. Honestly, Klaus is good. Well, I was just browsing through the games and I just seen the witness. Thought, click it, clicked it. Got sucked in for a bit four days and then felt the need to have a break and. Close, that's the other one, and then there was another one. God, I can't think what it was now. I still haven't played with the games I bought in the cell. I bought the Batman VR, I still haven't played that. Oh, God, why did you just do that? It's about two hours long. I know. <laughs> I got sucked into that static one, which I loved. Um, hmm. Batman, I'm sure I bought a third VR one in that sale, and Klaus. Did you buy that shooting VR one? Dick Wild. Yeah. No, I didn't. I want the I want the big light gun thing. It's compatible with that. Oh, yeah. I bought um. I did buy a light gun game. I bought um. Oh, the horror one. What was that? The horror one. The game we loved it was free last month. I had a spin off. Oh, until dawn. Yeah, until dawn. The you bought the roller coaster one. Yeah. Is it called Rush of Blood? Yeah, was it a fiver? I think it's a fiver, isn't it? Yeah, it's really cheap. Yeah, you bought that? Yeah, I haven't played that yet. No. Looking forward to playing it, though, if that makes any difference. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, once I finish Dirt 4, I'm going to go back on Dead by Daylight and start hitting that again because I really, really like that. Don't forget the witness because if you forget those puzzles. Yeah, that's true. But I only feel I only play Dead by Daylight on night times, so I won't play it in the day. It kind of feels like cheap cop out to play it in the day yeah it would lose its atmosphere you need to play yeah. it in the dark plus I suppose if, the, if I don't shut up the curtains the light kind of reflects off the screen yeah yeah that is a really good game I hope more people like off my friends list grab it the first time it goes in the sale mm. yeah so it's a re- I really want to play it with friends <laughs> you know I've played it with any mates yet just always I have played it um I played it for a couple of hours with friends once and it was a really good laugh. Not good, good friends, they were just like PlayStation Network friends. Mm. And uh, it was a good laugh, to be fair, we all had the mics on. Oh, yeah. Right, the last thing to talk about 
is we both uh, got Ready Player yeah. One, the book. Yeah. I'm yet to read it, and you finished it. Let's go. <laughs> Did you buy the digital book? I bought it, yeah. I put uh, it on Instagram and everything. I'm like, well, look, page one. Not, not read it. Yeah. If anyone's read all the text in that Instagram post, they've read more than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I loved it. I did. I really did enjoy it. I just, I, I put it down for a couple of days. Um, but I think that was mainly just due to be due to being a bit busy. Mm. But um, the, the book was just brilliant. It was just if you're a big gamer, then I think you have to read it. Um, if you're kind of born, I was born in '82, so I grew up in the '80s, but I didn't kind of. I'm kind of more of a '90s child in the fact that I kind of come of age in the '90s. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. But like, I still look back on the '80s as being, and the '90s has been absolutely brilliant for music and games and films. Mm. And the amount of '80s references, films, and their nostalgia, just oh, just brilliant. Especially how it's referenced. Mm. How he uses the films and the characters and vehicles, etc. Music, how he references them in his story, and um, yeah, it's just really good. And I'm just so excited for the film now. I'm just you know, I, it can't be as good as the book. I just doubt it. But <laughs> if it's half as good as the book, it'll be amazing. I don't want to say too much because you haven't read it yet, and I don't want to ruin anything for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Without spoilers, especially if there's anyone listening that hasn't read it themselves. Well, I, th- I think by all means, we're pretty late to this party. I think it's it's been read by most gaming fans. I've mm. been hearing about it for a few years and thinking, oh, I must must read that, must read that. It wasn't yeah. until you actually bought it, I thought, right, I'm going to buy it. We'll read it together, talk about it on the pod. <laughs> and you just yeah. blitzed it. And I had, I've had loads of people staying here lately. That family yeah. visiting from abroad and they've all been crashing at our place for a little bit so I'm very behind I've got, I've got a podcast to edit I've got <laughs> this one to edit I'm quite behind in the pods um, so yeah and getting any, any gaming and very little films have been watched as well but um, yeah but I really want to read it I think you'll enjoy it I think you'll get a lot more get a lot from it of it being you're bit more of an ambassador for VR gaming than I am mm. uh, but I kind of buy into it like the way it's all explained and built up and the way it was I don't want to say too much because I don't want to ruin anything <laughs> uh, but it just works it's just so good there's a couple of points in there where like it kind of gets, kind of gets a bit too geeky but you know technicalities on stuff and you kind of you're reading it but you're not taking it in all I was in just a couple of parts and like literally it was two or three paragraphs in the whole book mm. um, but just excuse me I've dropped a tired now um, but it's got a great ending it's just, I don't know I don't think there's really any weak points in it I, I like the characters the bad guy comes across as proper slimy and gets what he deserves and yeah it's it's exciting, especially when like you kind of you've seen the trailer and you can kind of you kind of help not it shouldn't help you imagine, but you kind of put those pieces of the film to the book mm. as you're reading it and you feel like, Oh god, I remember that from the trailer now and it makes me realise how faithful Steven Spielberg seems to be staying to the book from what I saw in the trailer. Yeah. You've so immediately referenced those little snippets to the book. Is he the actual director? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there was rumours Christopher Nolan was circling it, but I don't believe that because it's so heavily CGI. Mm. It was always going to be CGI if it based on a video game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think he ever would have been truly interested in going to. I mean, maybe he would have thought, yeah, I can do this with practical effects, but would it have worked? You know, the DeLorean, the Iron Giant, um, Ultraman, um, <laughs> Godzilla. It's just how would that all work? No, it would need because yeah. it would need to be. I'm guessing it's they're all simulations in the VR headset, so it would need to look like that in the in the yeah. film. I I think the, the rumors come from fanboys being because 
Nolan has like this really good relationship with Warner Brothers Studios. Mm. So I think a lot of fanboys um, just put two and two together and says, yeah, Warner Brothers and Egan Lair give Ready Player One to Nolan. It's like when they said he was going to make a Kira, I think Warner Brothers on the rights to a Kira. Mm. Nolan, he would never make a Kira. It's too violent. He, his films are always like, is it 12A in England where you can take your child? Mm. If they were 12 with an adult, and he just wouldn't go down that route. He never did it for Dunkirk when he could have got away with the violence. Mm. He just, I believe his opinion is that, you know, blood and gore doesn't make the film any better. He doesn't really add to the film. That's his opinion, obviously. Yeah, it's not needed, is it, always? No. And that's why I don't think he would. Like, I got excited when I heard that Akira rumor, but then I thought to myself afterwards, thought, he's not going to make Akira. <laughs> the first. First, scene, first, the opening. Have you seen Akira? No, not the film. The opening to the film, the fights on the bikes, just whoa, it's just like ultra violent, man. It's just like no one's not making that. No way. That's not that's not been remade yet, is it? That's not out. No, right? no, no. They've got the rights. It's one of those like films that's stuck in purgatory. Just I don't think it will ever get made. Like the Uncharted movie. It, no, after especially after Ghost of the Shell flopped, I, I don't see anyone. Taking that risk with um, Akira. I don't know the the plot for Akira. I've never seen it, but Ghost in the Shell is quite an obscure. It's quite a weird plot. It's very yeah. Japanese, very anime. I'm yeah. surprised that got the big Hollywood treatment. Well, Steven Spielberg was behind it, wasn't he? Was but, he? Yeah, the guy who wanted to make it, desperate to make it, was James Cameron. It's his favorite ever um, anime, isn't it? Ghost in the Shell, and he mm-hmm. desperately wanted to make it. But, um, I think he'd have been perhaps a better fit for it, wouldn't he? Yeah, that Roland Emmerich, I don't rate him at all. I was shocked when I heard the interview about him saying that um, Steven Spielberg phoned him up to take, ask him if he would do it. Mm. And he says, you don't turn Steven Spielberg down, which I suppose is true. Mm. But, I don't know, just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't crap. But it wasn't good either, and it wasn't a freestyle film. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of mm. like Just... two two point five at a push. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean the big section at the end in that Ghost in the Shell when she fights the kind of um, spider robots. I don't know what the, I can't remember what the actual name of it is, but mm. just in the anime, it's amazing that scene is. But in the film, the live action, it was just really. Poor. It just wasn't exciting. It didn't feel any real danger or fear for her. It just didn't work. Mm. Such a shame, really. I've got the anime on DVD. I can't really mm. remember much about it. I've only watched it the once. I've got the box set one I and watched, two. Yeah. I watched it when I was very young, so probably a lot of it went out of my head. Mm. So I should probably watch it again. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I know Dunkirk's just come out, kind of switching it back to Nolan, but, and he's just finished that, so he's probably going to have like six months off before he even talks to Warner Brothers about his next project. But I always get excited about what he's doing next. Mm-hmm. Is he your favourite? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> because no matter, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's like the Nintendo seal of quality. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying he's never going to make a bad film because the people think some of his films are bad now, but I always connect with his films mm. and I don't think they're cold at all and I just find it interesting to see what he will do next because I always think to myself, no matter what he turns his hand to, it's probably going to be very, very interesting mm. and he'll do something different with it. Yeah. So, we'll see. Cool. I think that's all our stuff on our list of things to talk about. Yeah. It's quite a week. <laughs> it is quiet. It's really quiet. And we haven't, I haven't, I could, well, as we just discussed, but I haven't actually been up to much. <laughs> We're only like four weeks away from silly season again anyway, aren't we? I know, it's going to get September. We've got a bunch of games on pre-order that are going to be starting showing up before I'm ready for them, I'm sure. What you got pre-ordered? got, um, Uncharted. Have you? Yeah. Mario and the Rabbids. Mm-hmm. And Mario Odyssey, which is a bit further away. 
but then I know I'm going to be... December? No, I think it's before then. Is it October? September? September, I think. What, Mario? Odyssey? Yeah, Odyssey, yeah. I thought that was November, December. Let me have a look. I'm sure, cause I'm sure I read something about people saying, oh, Mario versus Cod. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mario will win. <laughs> yeah. No, he won't. No, not if Crash Bandicoot beat... <laughs> Crash Bandicoot Trilogy is the best-selling platform ever in the UK. Do you know that? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, it's delivery date pending. It doesn't actually have a delivery date. Yeah, it's you know, it's first. It was out on sale for two days, and it went to the number one spot in the charts. Mm. Yeah, you know that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also sold more in its first month than I think. I, I might have a right or obviously wrong about, but I'm sure it sells first more in its first month than any other platformer ever in the UK. That's crazy. Yeah, and there was, Activision says there was worried about the, the um, hunger for it, and it's been top of the digital and summit charts in America for two months now. I don't get and, it. I just don't get that game. I really, I really, really enjoyed the mod as, as a child, but um, the, apparently this says that they might look into redoing the Spyro trilogy next. They were really good games as well. Mm. I just I don't have that connection with them. I've never no. played the original. But you was probably big on Mario. Then. I was big on Mario then, but... You had time for them all. <laughs> you always have time for yeah. more games than me. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I'm, I'm just better. <laughs> <laughs> you must be. You must be. You must literally get through them quicker. I don't know. God knows. Okay. Yeah, and I managed to get the platinums. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't. <sighs> right, let's wrap it there. Before you embarrass me anymore. Uh. <laughs> this has been the Reno Grab Podcast. Um, I've been Ant. Oh, hang on, that's the intro. This has <laughs> been the Reno Grab Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, we have a website, readingrab.com. Catch me and Dave on Twitter. I'm at Anthony Hulse, that's me. That's H U L S E, Anthony with an H, and at Dave Holmes82. Holmes with an L. <laughs> and uh, yeah we'll catch you next time thanks for listening